0: Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Welcome to episode five. Today's episode is all about the plantain herb. Plantain is also known as broadleaf plantain or common plantain. It is not the same plantain that looks like a banana and is yellow and that people bake and cook with. This one is a low growing plant that many people consider a weed in their lawn or garden. It's green leaves that grow very close to the ground and they do have a flower that comes out of them, but it's not very showy. It doesn't have big petals or a vibrant fragrance or anything like that. So plantain comes in many different species and it's found all over the world. It's very easy to find, grows in a wide variety of environments, and so it's a very common one to be talked about in most herbal texts and lessons out there. So I want to introduce you all to plantain if you haven't heard of this plant. It's a great one to start with if you're first learning about herbal remedies or plant identification. So plantain, the most common one is plantago major, which is the broadleaf or common plantain. And there's other species of it out there as well. Plantago lanceolata is one that looks very similar to the common plantain, but its leaves are much more narrow, hence the name lancelata. kind of like a lance. And there's another species that is considered native to North America, and it's the red-stocked plantain. So common plantain and the red stalked plantain look very, very similar. And it doesn't really matter which one of these three that I've mentioned that you have, but just know that there are different species of these out there. If you go to my website, fullcircleherbals.com and look in the blog section, you'll see some pictures and links to side-by-side pictures of these different species. So if you want to see what these plants look like, just go to fullcircleherbals.com and look in the blog section. So let's talk about some of the things that they're, that plantain is used for, um, and then I'll talk a little bit more about what it looks like, where it grows, and maybe some ways that you can dry it and preserve it in other ways. So plantain is a really good soother of the skin. It's known as a mucilaginous type of herb, which means it kind of has a slippery sensation to it. But you can only really get that sensation if you chop that plant up, the leaves of it. Or I like to put the leaves in between my hands and then rub my hands vigorously together. And within about 20 seconds or so, that really sturdy leaf that seems like it doesn't have any water content in it at all will suddenly start to They'll feel the wetness come out of it. And when you start to feel that come out of the leaf, then you know you've got the plant constituents, the healing type qualities of this plant ready to be used. This is a great plant to use on bee stings and other insect bites. So when I've had bee stings in the past, I grab for plantain as fast as I can. I rub it through my hands quickly and get it on that bee sting as fast as I possibly can. And it helps to reduce the pain, swelling, and uh, overall reduces the pain long term. I've had many other people do this in my presence, you know, had a bee sting and then used it and they're just shocked at how fast that it works. Some people will go inside if they can and chop up the leaf either with a knife or with a food blender or mortar and pestle but i really find just rubbing it between my hands really quickly does the trick so if you are have a need of it right away that's what i would do with the hand trick but if you're looking to use the plant for herbal salves or herbal oils this is how i like to use plantain for that purpose so if i'm looking to create an herbal oil or an herbal salve that's going to be soothing to the skin and is used for bumps, bruises, scratches, any skin irritation. What I'll do is harvest the leaf from the plantain plant at any time of the year. I don't have a preference on time of the year, as long as it's green and <laughs> it looks good. Then I will let it wilt for at least 24 hours to let some of the water content come out of it. I don't want my water and my olive oil to mix together. No Water, water and oil, we don't like that. Because if you get little air pockets in your oil, then you have the water that's in the leaf kind of come out in there. In this air bubble trapped with water, you'll probably get some mold growing, and we don't want that to happen. So you let the leaf wilt for at least 24 hours, and then you can chop it up and add it to some herbal oil. So what I usually say for a good rule of thumb for how to do herbal oil is just to make sure the herb is covered with oil. And sometimes the herb will float up into the oil and it'll kind of always be poking out of the top of the oil line and be exposed to the air, which we don't want because that is how mold can start to form. So you may just need to let the plant material soak up the oil And then hopefully it will get heavier and kind of sink down. Or you'll just have to go in and shake the the jar with a a top on it uh, every day. Or mix it up with a clean, dry utensil to to push the plant material down. Sometimes I go back after a day or two and add a little bit more oil to see if that will help. But basically you're just always trying to keep that plant material submerged. Now if you're just going to let it sit there... Uh, a good two weeks to four weeks and that uh, olive oil will start to turn a brilliant bright green color and then you know that the plant constituents are coming out. Eventually you'll strain out the plant material and you'll have your herbal oil. So you can use that herbal oil like I said on bumps, bruises, scratches, skin irritations, anything like that on the skin surface and help yourself you know soothe the skin that way. You can certainly add a little bit of beeswax to it to make a salve. So my rule of thumb is one cup of herbal oil and then one ounce of beeswax. You melt those together in a double boiler real gently, just enough to melt it. And then you add it to, you know, little containers or in a jar and let that harden. And voila, you have your herbal salve that way. Very simple, easy uh, herbal remedy to start with. And a fun one to do because most people can find plantain anywhere. You certainly can purchase plantain herbal oil or herbal salves already made. But you'll be surprised at the price of what plantain herbal oil is compared to how easy and inexpensive it is to make on your own. Now the plant also has some nutrient value to it as well. So people will eat the leaves when they're very new in the spring mainly in the spring when they first come up. They're, they're not as tough at that point. And they'll chop them up and add them to a salad and just be able to add some extra color to a, a salad and some other nutrients to it. They, the leaves do contain magnesium, calcium, potassium, and people will also make a tea from the fresh leaves as well. If you do make a tea of the fresh leaves, you can do that at any time. They don't have to be a, the smaller size in the spring. If you're looking to eat plantain leaves all season long, what you can do is find a, a couple plants and chop them, uh, chop the leaves off just so that there's still some green material left so that it can do its photosynthesis process and continue to live. But if you cut some of those leaves off, then it will bring a new flush. Um, set of leaves up, even if it's in the mid-summer, and then you'll have the smaller leaves to eat that way. But when you're making a tea of the, the fresh leaves, you can have them at any size. It's just like I said, as they get older, those leaves get a little bit tougher, and it's not usually as enjoyable to eat that way. Now, the other things that it can be used for is it has some anti-inflammatory benefits to it through tea or through eating it. And it is also kind of known as like an expectorant to help to get things out of the, the, the respiratory system, the lung system area, just a nice soother so that if you have a bad cough or sore throat, this can actually help soothe those symptoms. So a tea that you can be using all year round. For those of us who have snow during the winter we can't be going out there and harvesting if we have need for a tea so you can dry the leaves of plantain you just go outside you harvest them make sure that they're as clean as possible you certainly can rinse them off if there's a lot of debris on the leaves or sand or dirt and things like that just try to pat them off very gently with to get any excess water off after you've rinsed them and then you can put them in a food dehydrator at the, a very low setting, about 95 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And then within, I don't know, about eight hours, kind of depending on how high you put it, those leaves will be dried. Um, you can tell if they're dry, if they're crispy and they easily bend and snap. Um, if they're at all pliable where you can kind of bend them and they don't snap or crumple up, then you want to keep drying them. So then when they're done drying, you put them in a container. I like to use uh, glass jars to hold all my plant material in. And then when you need to make an herbal tea, you just take about a teaspoon to three teaspoons, depending on your taste of what if you want it strong or not. But Take a teaspoon of the dried herb, put a cup of boiling water over it, let it steep for about five minutes. Again, just depends on your taste. And then strain out the herb, and there you go. You have your tea. So that's how you do plantain tea. Some species of plantain are used for their seed and husks. And there's products out there that use them as a laxative. So people t- ingest the seed or the husk. It helps people pass their stool better. But we have to remember that if you're taking this type of product, that you have to drink enough water too. So you don't want to increase your potential for constipation because you have all this matter in your system and it's too dry to actually pass. So plantain species of seed and in, in the husk are used to help reduce um, constipation and used as a laxative. The common brand name out there of this is Metamucil, and so it's basically just plantain husk and seed that is used with it. And in general, it's the plant itself will help to soothe the gastrointestinal system because it is known as a mucilaginous herb, like I mentioned. So it has internal and external uses for soothing tissue area. So give this uh, plant a try. Like I said, it's pretty easy to find. Go to fullcircleherbals.com to see some other pictures of plantain and some of the other species that are out there. And when you have a positive identification on this, you know 100% that you have a plantago species in front of you, um, then you can give it a try as a food plant in your spring salads or as a pot herb in your soups or stews. And then also as a tea with fresh or dried uh, leaves is as a tea and also as a salve for any type of skin irritation from bug bites to burns, uh, irritation from poison ivy, anything like that. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Herbs with Mm Erin. Thank you for joining the Herbs Podcast. Please connect with me on com or at the Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals. I'd be happy to receive suggestions for future podcast topics.